0: Hard, but so worth it. If you know me at all, you'll know that in my world, we have opted out of the hustle, grind, and sacrifice route to success. Ew. (laughs) Unsubscribe. And opted into leveraging our energy to create results. Yay. But that doesn't mean that there aren't sometimes hard things that we must do if we want to get to that next level of abundance, balance, and joy. There are things that we encounter along the way that just are hard. And many of them are more so for us as mothers and business owners. And I think we need to acknowledge that. Because if we don't, it's easy to encounter a hard thing, immediately label it as wrong, and then fail to look at whether it will be worth it and what happens if we don't do it. And when we go down that route, we are essentially letting fear drive. That's the fastest route to staying stuck, my love. So on today's episode, I'm shining a light on the truth about not just what is hard and so worth it along the way, but looking at why it feels hard for us. My intention, you walk away from this episode with a new awareness, feeling validated in your feelings around some of these hard things, and most importantly, feeling ready to make empowered decisions about the hard but worth things when they appear. Listening to this episode will not, however, be hard, and you know it is always worth it. (laughs) Let's do it. You're listening to the Limitless Mother Podcast. I'm your host, Cory Javid, money mindset expert, success coach, mother, tea drinker, energy-obsessed manifester, afternoon bath lover, and thought leader in financial empowerment for mums. I know that we get to be successful because we are mothers, not in spite of it. And so around here, we do things differently. I've torn up the business rule book and created a new paradigm for us. One in which we create results using energy instead of effort. I'm on a mission to help you ditch the old way of creating success. You know, the one where you work hard, hustle and sacrifice, ew, (laughs) and instead teach you how to increase your impact and income without increasing your hours and how to manifest your dreams. So, if you're a mother who's ready to learn how to elevate your energy to start making bank and start living your limitless life, this is your podcast, my love, and I'm your new biz bestie. Join me as we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's me, Cory Javid from Coreyjavid.com, money, mindset expert, and success coach to mothers who are ready for more, whatever is your version of more, my love. Oh, how are you doing? Okay, there is gonna be, if I don't say this at the outset, there's gonna be an elephant in the room, so let's just address it right now. You're not even aware that it's there, but I'm gonna point it out. We are creating this podcast in a very different way going forward we are not editing it like we used to so i used to record this sometimes stop start sometimes pause reframe sometimes redo a thing um and that was beautiful wonderful and i just feel really called for this to be an even more real and raw conversation between you and i and i know that if i have permission to stop start i will and when i do that i'm in and out of my flow zone so there's many reasons. I feel like it's going to be even more activating, even more potent as a result. But here's what you will notice. You will notice just how unconcise, inconcise. who even knows what it is? I actually am. There will be ums and buts, which had been edited out before. I will trip over my words. I will sometimes lose my train of thought. And we're going to just go with it because that's real life. That's humanness. And My desire is for, you know, life and business, my representation of life and business on the internet through my content in my communities to be real. And this is one of the ways that I'm excited to do it. And like I said, I feel like it's going to be extra magical, extra activating. So if you notice a distinct change, um, this is why, but I'm very excited about it. Oh, so today we're going to be talking about the truth about what is hard as a mother in business. I feel like this is a really important conversation for us as mothers within the industry, within this online business space that we are in, because out there, there is a conversation and I'm definitely part of it in terms of which camp do you fall into? Are you in the hustle, grind, work, work, work camp? Ew. Ew. <laughs> not me, um, or are you in the more easeful version of success, not needing to grind your way there? However, um, I think what gets lost when we have that kind of polarization is that there is something in the middle sometimes that must occur. As a mother and a business owner, there are going to be some things that we must do if we want success on our terms, if we want to be able to be the kind of present mothers that we want to be and enjoy balance and create great bank, enjoy great bank there are some things that feel hard for us and feel harder for us as mothers, I think, than a business owner who perhaps isn't in our situation. And so I really want us to get into this because I don't want you to feel like because I'm over here preaching energy over effort all the live long day, and I stand 100% fully behind that always, (laughs) that there haven't been times where I've had to do a hard thing. But this is a distinction I want to make right here from the outset. We're talking about doing hard things here, but not hard and struggle over a long period of time. That is something else. A prolonged struggle. I've said this before. It's unpopular, but it's true. (laughs) A prolonged struggle, one that goes on and on, becomes a choice after a period of time. You can either stop doing that thing or get support with that thing. Continuing to struggle without seeing an improvement is something else entirely, then that's different from having grit and tenacity and all of the things. It's a a distinction to be made, right? So sometimes we do have to do hard things, but they are often just hard in that moment or hard in the decision-making process. So I really want to get into this and just have a very honest conversation with you about it because I think that it's something that can get glossed over. And here's the problem when something feels hard, it's easy for our brains to tell us that it is therefore wrong. And for fear to kick in, and one of the reasons it feels hard is because fear is there screaming at us in our minds and saying, don't do it, don't do that thing. And so we resist it. And this is why I want to open up this conversation with you today, because often there are these pivotal moments where we need to do a hard thing, make a hard decision, take a hard action. We'll get into some of the Um, examples for you in just a minute but there will be times when we have to do it and our brain will want to label it as wrong and if we haven't raised our awareness to this concept and been practicing our personal discernment the discernment between is this thing necessarily hard but worth it or is it hard and maybe there's an easier way to do it or hard and not worth it if we're not making that decision from a place of empowerment by looking at all sides, we stay stuck. And I've seen this too many times. And so that's why I feel like this is going to be just such a juicy conversation for us today. So I absolutely have done hard things in my business, will continue to need to. (laughs) And many of the things at the time, I feel like they were harder because I was a mother And a business owner. So let's get into some of that context right now. Here's the thing you know, and I know that as mothers in particular, we have received, inherited, unfortunately, it's an inheritance I'd rather not have received, (laughs) inherited and received programming from our culture, from our society around what it means to be a mother. Part of that is beautiful, part of it is actually, frankly, Toxic. Things like needing to be that super mum who does it all herself and doesn't need help from anyone, who is seen as weak if she needs help. That's one thing. Second to that would be, and this is a, a big one, as mothers, we are caregivers. We are people who love to serve. It's often why you got in, you know, I speak to women and I find out that's why they started their business. They love to help, love to serve. Now that's beautiful and wonderful and correct in the right situations. And it can bite us in the ass. <laughs> because if we feel like that's our only role, then sometimes doing some of these hard things means that we need somebody else to serve us that we have a need that needs to be met that we have a desire that needs to be prioritized and that can really create a lot of friction because it seems to go against our identity as the giver as the one that's the do-off of things for other people. So there are all myriad of ways where, and this is just two examples, but these are really prevalent things that come up again and again. Actually, one more that I want to add into the mix uh, is that I think this is like a lot more sort of widespread as women in general, but we are very programmed by particularly like media and advertising and all that jazz to believe that we are not good enough that we are not enough somehow, we are not yet worthy, that we are not fully deserving. Um, And I see this just come up again and again in the work that I do with my clients. Often this is a a root a Sort of issue that underlies a lot of our sort of fear and mindset blocks. It comes back down to a fear that we're not good enough, a fear that we're not worthy, and a fear that we're not deserving. And maybe you have your own unique flavor of that. Maybe you're one of the very lucky, maybe I'd say my survey, 1% that <laughs> doesn't um, come up against this at, at times. But that is something that we really need to be aware of. And really the one of the big points of this episode is that I want us to talk about these things that show up during the hard times where the, you know, what's the word? <laughs> there's, a, there's an analogy there that's escaping me. Um, but where we're at this crunch point, at crunch time, crunch point, you know what I mean, and we need to make a decision, it's then that these things, this conditioning kind of rears its ugly head, if we are not aware and we don't have that self-awareness that, oh yes, this has gone on for me, or, or oh yes, this is something that I need to work on, then we're letting our default programming that we didn't choose take the wheel, make the decisions for us, and then we don't understand why we're staying stuck, or we're not seeing results, or we're not gaining the momentum that we would like to gain. So my first and actually biggest desire of outcome for this episode for you would be if it helps you in any way to create an additional level of awareness of like, oh, that's something that's been going on unchecked in my mind, or oh, that is something that I can see I've inherited as a belief system or as a pattern that isn't serving me. And it's never about being perfect. I've done a ton of work on this. I'm not perfect or done. (laughs) But the awareness really helps because then when we need to make a decision for our business to help grow it, to scale it, to make more impact, more money, to have more time for us, to create more balance. And sometimes we come up against a hard thing that we must do or a hard decision that we must make. If we can exercise that awareness in that moment, then it means that we can actually survey the situation with more clarity, not just through the lens of fear, which is what this programming and conditioning that I've been harping on about will force us to do if we don't have that level of awareness. And when fear and conditioning that's not empowering crops up and takes the steering wheel, then we are disempowered in that moment. We're not standing fully in our power. And so we make the decision or we don't do the hard thing by default. It's not a a consideration that is consciously made. There's a hard thing that comes up. And instead of looking at, okay, fear is saying this, noted. My programming is getting involved in this way, noted. Also though, here's the other side. Here's the flip side. Here's what happens. And this one, write this one down. Here's what happens if I don't do do this hard thing and that is the thing that gets missed that side of the coin that aspect of the survey that we need to do in these moments of hard things that's the thing that gets missed and when we're only looking at it from one angle through the lens of fear often we're unlikely to be making the best decisions for ourselves. Now, I'm not saying that every hard thing must be done. Every decision must be made a certain way. It's really not my point. My point is to raise our awareness around the programming so that we can come at these decisions, these hard moments with more intention, more clarity, and make empowered decisions. Regardless of what that decision is, it comes then from a place of empowerment. And that is how we end up with lives and businesses that we love, that are in alignment with our truths, our true selves, they feel an in integrity to us, they light us up, and they're serving and creating more and more impact out there, and we're making more money as a result. Is this making sense? Is this resonating? I hope so. I know it. I just know it because I have had this conversation so many times with clients. So, That's the context here. Before we get into what some of the the truths are in terms of specific hard things that we come up against as mothers and business owners, this is the truth of the context that we're operating within. So we are operating in this context that we have been given conditioning programming that makes fear rear up in these moments and in nuanced ways for us as mothers. And so here we're going to shine a light on it and be able to have that awareness so that going forward, the next time a hard thing is in front of you and you'll know it when it's there. It's different from a challenge in business, like a challenge that's actually fun. Like, oh, this isn't quite converting yet. How can I get this converting? That's different. That's not a hard thing. That's a challenge. We need to label these things carefully and have the discernment there too, right? But sometimes there are hard things. Like I need to make this move. This move feels hard. I need to make this decision. This decision feels hard. I need to show up for this thing, that feels hard. That's the the difference that we're talking about here. These moments that it's a real crunch and it can be make or break for us, not make or break, like, you know, your whole success is gonna ride on this one moment. You'll get another opportunity for a do-over if you want, but they can be that kind of moment that really is a catalyst for your success. And so I'm gonna share with you seven things that I see come up again and again with women, mothers, business owners, and that have all come up for me, that have all felt hard in the moment for me. And these are important ones because they are all, have all been worth it, are all worth it. So I'm going to be talking specifically now about doing the hard things that create the things that we actually desire, the balance, the joy, the happiness, the contentment, the being able to be present with our families, making more and more money, enjoying, welcoming in more and more clients, making, you know, a huge impact. All of this is on the other side of some of these hard things. And this is a thing that we need to be aware of. And this is the thing that if we're letting fear drive, we don't see this side of it. So that's why I'm now just going to talk about, okay, let's look at the other side on several of these hard things that are typical and that come up for us. The first thing, <laughs> the first thing that I found hard The first thing maybe you found hard, maybe you've overcome this hurdle already, maybe you've done it in a smaller hurdle and you know that the next one is there for you and and it's feeling hard. The first thing that is hard for us as mothers particularly and business owners is investing in yourself. Now, this one comes first because I feel like everything after this point is easier if you've done this one. (laughs) <laughs> and so I say that as somebody who did it. I invested 2000 in uh, a course before I started my business, then £500 or dollars, I can't I forget which, in a group program, and then $6,000 <laughs> in my coach, all before I launched a business, all with zero evidence that it was going to work, all while I'd been unemployed for six months. Well, 4 months and then 5 months and then 6 months that was the <laughs> the investment timeline there that was hard like i'm not going to sugarcoat it being able to make that decision was hard why was it hard because of my programming because of my conditioning right because on paper it didn't quote unquote make sense on paper, I should I have had no business investing in anything because we were hemorrhaging money on a huge structural refurb to our place that we'd committed to before I lost my job. I'd burned through all of the small amount of savings and the bit of um, severance that I had left. and there was nothing there, nothing in the coffers, and yet I decided. I decided. Now, so it was hard because it didn't make sense on paper it was hard because in the moment that we invest in ourselves and when we truly invest in ourselves and our business i'm talking about things like investing in your mindset in a significant way investing in coaching or mentoring support which was what i did at that 6000 pound that was the the hardest moment for me not making any money didn't even have a business yet <laughs> that was hard because i was essentially saying and this is this is the truth about it i was essentially saying i matter I was saying I'm going to vote a vote of confidence in myself based on nothing, (laughs) based on trusting myself to figure it out, make it work one way or the other. I was voting for possibility in that moment. And that can be hard because our brain really wants to vote for familiarity instead. I was voting for my dreams and I was saying my dreams are important and I'm going to temporarily prioritize them financially over some other things in the family and oh doesn't that go against our conditioning as mothers who feel like we should always put ourselves last (laughs) how dare we do something that encroaches on some convenience some comfort some something else for our family like that just that feels hard in that moment not going to sugarcoat it, right? (laughs) Felt hard. But I did it. I did the hard thing. Was it worth it? I mean, come on. (laughs) Would I be here right now if I hadn't made that initial investment? No, absolutely not. Nope. Nope. No way. No how. Would not have been here right now. I would have given up long ago. I may never have launched my business. I definitely wouldn't have replaced my corporate salary within three months and doubled it within seven. Just never would have happened. Nope. I wouldn't be here. So was it worth it? Oh my God, yes. And that was the other thing that I feel so grateful to past me for making that vote for, you know, having the balls. I wish there was another phrase for that. You know what I mean? Let's just go with it for now to say, I matter, my dreams matter, and I'm going to trust that ultimately this is for the benefit of me, the ripple effect that I want to create, but also my family. And it has been absolutely, and like even bigger and more dreamier, (laughs) more dreamier, let's go with it, than I could have imagined and that I would have ever dared to believe at that point is my life now. That was a catalyst moment because I did the hard thing, but it was hard. And that's the truth I don't want us to deny. And my other motivation in this episode is that I want to normalize that it's hard and acknowledge that and give you permission. You know, if you need that, be like, yeah, that is hard. Don't think that I just walked into that and didn't give it a thought. Yeah, it was hard. Of course it was hard and it was so worth it and this is the thing that I want us to look at so whatever is your next investment you and you will know what that feels like that pull feels like for you you know your inner being (laughs) your instinct knows what you really need next will it be worth it now here's the thing I hoped it would be worth it was willing to put a bet on it being worth it I did not know I didn't know. We can't know, and that's the other way that our brain wants to mess with us, and that's the other thing that makes that decision hard. We can't guarantee anything like this, right? And yet, I was more afraid of not having tried. I was more fearful of struggling for a really long time, getting burnt out, and ending up back in corporate. That and ending up back in corporate, feeling like I hadn't given it a proper go. Mm -hmm. That was the alternative to me and that's why I voted for to invest in myself in that moment that's why I did the hard thing because it was hard now versus potentially really hard for a long time <laughs> and this is what we miss we miss that other side of like what is the alternative here i don't have to do this i didn't have to invest in my coach there but i could just so see that if this was something i genuinely wanted to believe in and wanted to have a good crack at i wasn't going to be able to do it on my own And just, can we just have a note on that? I know that around here, we are the type of women who we want to be present with our kids. We want to enjoy balance, have some more time for ourselves. And we want to create wealth and impact and all of the things. And we get to do that. I'm not going to lie to you about this. I don't know a single mother business owner who has done that alone. None. We need to let go of this idea that we should soldier on, on our own, do it all ourselves, unsupported. It's unsustainable. That's the road to burnout. And that is ultimately, in my opinion, the road that leads to us not making the impact that our work can make, not having the impact on our families that our businesses can have and letting go of an opportunity for so much more, so much more happiness, more money, more impact, all of the things. So um, I just want to be frank about that of everybody. And I've known and know a lot of mother business owners at this point. I'm nearly five years into business and I have never met a single one who's done it alone without coaching, mentoring support and or some kind of mastermind peer group support. So that's just how it is. The second thing that the truth that has felt that was hard for me was then showing up for that support. Like as mothers and business owners, our schedules are often in part very dictated to us. And sometimes maybe a call time doesn't work for you or it kind of works, but it's difficult. Here's the thing, showing up for something like support. This is one of those things that, okay, sometimes it just is not possible. You've got a sick kid, right? And we're mums first and business owners second. That's kind of fine. Obviously, like, you know, we've just got to roll with these things sometimes. But in that ongoing way, let's talk about why it's actually hard why it's actually hard to feel like we can commit to either some kind of regular group call or commit to showing up and implementing a training or commit to showing up in Voxer or Slack or whatever is the thing on offer. The first hurdle is making the investment in some of these things. This is not all investment related, by the way, but these are two that were in this order for me and I see it in this order for so many of my clients. So I know that it's a really common experience showing up for that support. So, you know, you get over that first hurdle of making the investment, and you're like, well, and now I have to show up for the things. And I see this hold women back from actually making the investment too, because they're like, okay, I see this thing that I know that I need, I'm feeling called to it, and I can't make it happen because... X, Y, Z. Now, sometimes there are legit periods in our life. If you've got a very tiny baby, you know, you get all the permission and (laughs) get out of jail free cards that you need, my love. You need to just prioritize rest and sleep, right? Um, Here's the truth that can be uncomfortable, but I'm going there. It's the point of today's episode. More often than not, the reason it feels hard is because we're going to have to carve that time out. We're going to have to protect that time for whatever is the thing, the thing that we're learning, the support that we're showing up for, whatever that might be. And we're going to have to communicate that to other people who might be slightly inconvenienced. And we hate that. We hate that as mothers and business owners who have been told our job is to do all the things for all the people and never need anything for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the truth? Oof. <laughs> right it's not pretty but it's true it's true that's the truth about why it's hard so often and I can feel genuinely and legitimately hard like a logistical nightmare sometimes yeah for sure and is it worth it now again I'm not giving I'm not saying that you know we have to be perfect on these things and show up for everything 100% of the times we're humans and there's life and stuff I'm talking about a kind of majority of the cases here or like general overview of how we're showing up for things is that when we show up for it, we're doing a number of things. And so it becomes so worth it, so worth it, so worth overcoming those hurdles. Um, actually, before I get into the worth it piece, the other thing that I was going to say is what I see happening, if we're not careful, and that's again, why we're raising awareness on today's episode, is the default is, oh, I guess I can't do it then. I can't do it then going to be inconvenient or we don't even think it through this is the problem that I've seen I noticed it myself called myself out on it previously I've coached clients through it, all kinds of friends you name it I've seen it seen it seen it seen it we don't even ask the question And she'll give you a really great example outside of business for a second. Um, One of my really close friends, she has two different, very different careers, both very exciting. And there was something coming up, I forget what it is, because it was a year or so ago now, um, with the kids. And she was like, oh, and it's really difficult because the one job, I've got this in the morning, and then the other thing, I've got that in the afternoon, I don't know how I'm going to juggle it, and da-da-da-da, and I guess maybe I'll just have to not do that thing, but I was really looking forward to it. And I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute what's your husband doing that day? And she was like, oh, shit, yeah. I didn't even think about him. <laughs> she goes, God, isn't that terrible that I just defaulted to, I have to make the sacrifice. How often have we done that? We do it all the time if we're not careful. We just default to, guess I can't do it. Guess I'll I'll take the hit. Guess I'll be the one to make the sacrifice. Now, I'm not saying we never need to do that ever again, never need to be the one taking the hit, but don't let it be your default position because then we bypass some of these opportunities to find the solution to the hard thing, even if the solution is kind of hard, and still have the opportunity to access, like we're talking about here, like the support that we've invested in to make the most of it, right? So what's on the other side of this though? If we actually go there, we get uncomfortable, we have to make different awkward arrangements or stay up later than we'd like to one day, or whatever is the thing that you need to do. Is it worth it? yeah, if you decide it's going to be, it's so worth it, right? So worth it. I've had, I'm in a mastermind and there are, um, you know, women all over the world in it. And at the moment, the regular group calls for my pod are at a time that is convenient for me, which is amazing. But there have been times and tonight, in fact, as I'm recording this, we have a full group call and it doesn't start till 9pm. I never say yes to shit at 9pm. Never. It's a really awkward time for me it's really awkward and i'm solo parenting this week too and my daughter can be really mm, tricksy at the moment around bedtime and not getting to sleep and suddenly having all these things that she needs to discuss at 9 p.m specifically is it convenient no is it hard for me to show up for this call tonight yeah is it going to be worth it 100 (laughs) 100 now i know this is just one call but um I've had periods where it's had to be regularly inconvenient, hard. I've had to pull in favors, do different things. Worth it though. Worth it hands down because the activation that I will get, the support that I will get, the elevation in my energy that I will walk away from at 10pm, 10.30 whenever I get off it, is worth a thousand hours in my business. A thousand hours of doing anything else. So worth it. So worth it. Um, Number three is, and this is related to number two, (laughs) setting boundaries, my love, between home life and your business, between clients and your personal space that we need to, we just need to. If you want to create your next level of success as a mother and a business owner if you want to enjoy balance. It is on the other side of boundaries, my love. That is how we acquire balance because it is far more to do with your energy, your energetic boundaries, and what you are available for energetically and, importantly, not available for energetically That is really what it's about more than some kind of planner where you've worked out an ideal schedule because we all know that schedules have a tendency to go up in smoke at various different points, right? Boundaries. The truth is that when we notice that we are completely entirely, you know, lacking in boundaries or our boundaries are leaking all over the place, When we notice this and we see the impact that it's having on our ability to keep showing up, because here's the thing, without boundaries, what we're doing is we're defaulting always to martyr if i'm being prank perfectly frank but also we're always defaulting to i guess i'll do it that's okay my time and energy isn't as important as yours my dreams aren't as important all the things we are deprioritizing ourselves which feeds a toxic i'm not worthy narrative and that's where it also comes from it is super draining. When clients come to work with me for the first time and they tell me they're really exhausted, they're frustrated, they're overwhelmed, they're burnt out, the first one of the very first things that I look at with them is their boundaries. Because if without boundaries, we can't tend to our own personal needs, we can't, you know, do any kind of self-care. We can't be present in the things that we want to be present in. And that goes both ways. You know, we can't be present with our kids if our clients have no boundaries and they're phoning us on our phone while we're at the park. We can't be present in our business if our family have no boundaries and they treat our office like a playground and we're trying to concentrate. <laughs> and hey, you know, I'm not saying that things need to be perfectly delineated and sectioned out, but we still need boundaries. It's so draining. That is how we get burnt out so often. It's because we're lacking in boundaries. So if you want balance on the other side of boundaries, it is so worth it, but it's hard. It's hard because not only that default positioning that I've said that, you know, we just default to just doing it all ourselves, just saying yes to everything because, you know, many of us have been raised to be people pleasers. I have my hand raised right now. I'm still finishing off polishing off killing that bitch that people please a bitch inside of me i've made massive headway has she entirely gone there there's probably about still 10 percent left in there (laughs) um and it's because we have been told to put other people's needs before our own and when we enforce a boundary it's about saying i have a need here and it's and it's non-negotiable It's about having needs and desires that must be met and that other people need to at some times contribute to either by respecting the boundary or actually physically some way contributing, you know, say, for example, going to a partner and saying, okay, between these times, once, twice a week, I will be working my office. Your job is to make sure that the kids don't come in that is what I need from you. That is my need. You have to help me meet it. Like that can be so hard for us, especially if we're not used to it. And here's the thing. It's doubly hard because we will receive pushback. So, and it's triply hard if you're trying to enforce boundaries without support. If you don't have anybody around you normalizing boundaries, like a group of women who are like, yes, boundaries AF, that didn't make sense, but you get it. (laughs) If you don't have somebody in your corner helping you feel worthy, know your worthiness, helping you prepare to have some of the important conversations that we need to have when we are communicating a boundary for the first time or pushing back when someone is really testing a boundary, if you don't have support with that, then it becomes triply hard. But the second reason that it's hard is because at first, if we've been completely lacking in boundaries, we will get pushback. Um, We will get tested on our boundaries as part of the process. Is it worth it though? 100%. Like I said, if you want balance, my love, (laughs) there's no way that you achieve it without going through the hard thing that is establishing boundaries. It doesn't have to take a long time. It doesn't have to be prolonged hard, but it is hard. And it's hard for the reasons I just described. The fourth thing... People don't want to hear this. I don't care. I'll keep saying it until everyone's on board with this. Learning how to sell. Learning how to sell. Do you have an online business, my love? Do you have a business? Yes. Do you want your business to make an impact? Yes. Awesome. Would you like to make some more money from it? Yes. Great. How do you propose doing that without embracing Selling, embracing, not just accepting begrudgingly that it's something you sometimes sort of have to do, and I'm gonna see if you can get away with doing it properly or try and avoid it somehow, or maybe dream of paying someone to do it for you one day. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> I know I've heard it all at this point. Um yeah, it is hard at first to learn to love to sell. It is hard at first. Why is it hard? No surprises here because of our conditioning um, for a couple of reasons. One, we have a very toxic, weird as heck <laughs> narrative in our culture that selling is wrong, which is bizarre because we are sold to all day, every day. Our society cannot function without people selling and exchanging goods and services. We cannot live without selling being sold to. It's just, it's impossible And yet we have this toxic narrative that selling is wrong. Like, what? That's such a brain fuck, isn't it? (laughs) Oops. See that bash there that wouldn't have been edited out as me crossing my legs, getting more comfy and just whacking my knee on the desk. (laughs) I won't explain every odd noise going forward, but as this is the first episode done in this way, (laughs) I felt inclined to. Um, So learning how to sell, it's not bad. It's not wrong. It is an act of service. If you want to help people, that's on the other side of selling. If you want to make the kind of money that contributes to your family having, you know, more incredible experiences, more freedom. If you want to make the kind of money that is sustainable and consistent in your business so that you're not worrying about where the next paycheck is coming from and that your business is something that you can rely upon, You must go through the hard bit of, first of all, reframing that story around what it means to sell and then learning to sell in a way that feels good. And trust me, it can feel good. I don't care what stories you have about, but I'm not a born salesperson. But for me, this, no, I'm not going to accept them. I've heard them. I've had them. It doesn't have to be true. (laughs) It is something that every single woman can learn. We can learn to do it in a feminine energy way if we choose to, which feels so much better and we can learn to sell in a way that feels so empowering for us and the other person that is being sold to so that we use sales as the basis of beautiful relationships that create an even exchange of value and money going in a beautiful loop so that we can keep doing our work in the world so that that person can get the help that they need. I can wax lyrical about this all day, (laughs) but it is required. And if it's not something that you've learned yet, it is hard at first because of number one, that conditioning in our society that selling is wrong or bad, that's the first hurdle you have to get over that. And number two, there is just some things that you must learn in order to sell. And at first, I use an analogy of driving here. If you've ever learned to drive at first, it is clunky as hell and you're like trying to remember different things, there's not actually as much to remember with selling, so that's where the analogy falls down a little bit. But it feels clunky and slightly awkward at first, but once you know how to drive, it's just second nature and perhaps you even really enjoy it. But you, regardless of whether or not you enjoy the actual process of driving, you enjoy the freedom, right? So selling's better because you can actually enjoy the process too. And you enjoy the freedom that comes on the other side of it. I've described it so many times before as, once you know how to sell in an aligned way, a soul-based way, a way that is an act of service, it is your golden ticket. No one can ever take that from you. You could rebuild any business, add any revenue stream, any time, you can always sell and make sales. You're good, you're golden, you're done. Um, but the other thing is, for us as mothers and business owners, the other reason it feels hard is because we are the givers right we are caregivers we love to take care of others we are give give giving all the live long day and as i've spoken before this this impacts our ability to receive money because our receive mode is often if we haven't addressed it broken <laughs> we've become so closed to receiving that it feels unnatural and our brain then labels it as wrong and what are we doing in a sales situation we are saying i would love to help you ding ding our brain likes that side And in exchange, I would love to receive this sum of money. Boo, says our brain, (laughs) our conditioning, right? Because we're like, oh my God, I can't possibly receive money. Wouldn't that be somehow inherently wrong? No, that's our conditioning speaking. So them's the facts, my love. We have to learn how to sell I would say we have to learn how to sell in a way that we love it. It will be hard at first for those reasons. Is it worth it? You can't have a business without doing this. So yeah. (laughs) Number five, showing up for your strategy. Hmm, This is hard um, at first. This gets way easier. All of these things get easier in business. And to the point that you don't even think that they were ever, you know, you're like, oh yeah, I remember that that used to be hard. Showing up for your strategy. The reason why this is hard is because we are very marketed to as online business owners, that this one particular strategy is the way, that the answer to our success lies in only the strategy. So we second guess all of the time. If we haven't got support for ourselves and our mindsets, if we don't have boundaries, guess what? Showing up for whatever is our strategy in our business, it's going to just be so difficult. So difficult because it will be hard to physically show up and make time for it. But then it's also going to be hard because of the mental game that can be at play if you don't have the support, the mindset side of, oh, it's not working just yet. Maybe it's not the right thing. Maybe you should pull the plug on it or, it or that part of the strategy feels hard. Don't do it then. Or, you know, and we end up hopping around from thing to thing to thing. Who else has been there? Hopping from strategy to tactic to strategy to tactic, hoping that this is going to be that thing that works. And if you're being honest with yourself, pulling the plug on it before it actually has a legitimate chance of working, because we're so used to people telling us that they, you know, made a billion pounds on the first day of their business (laughs) that we're like, oh, well, I didn't make my billion today. And obviously I'm hamming this up a bit. This can't be the strategy. This can't be the thing. And so it is hard for us to stick to it at first, particularly, like I said, if we don't have the support because motherhood is going to throw some curveballs our way. And if we don't have boundaries and know how to keep showing up for our business. Now, I, when I say keep showing up for a business throughout curveballs, I don't mean that you're like, sorry, sick kid. Mama's got to work today. Hashtag boundaries. <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe sometimes that's the thing. You're like, go and see your other parent. Um, <laughs> that's the thing. But you know what I mean? Like, we get to be there for our kids, to do the things. But it's that if we don't know how to regularly and generally consistently create momentum in our business through creating time for our business through boundaries, then showing up for our strategy is going to feel hard on top of hard because it's already hard because people are trying to confuse you online by saying that their strategy is the way. <laughs> so. Let's just acknowledge that one. Uh, The other one is believing in your dreams, goals, and desires before they are working. This one is hard. This one is harder for us as mothers and business owners because we really don't yet have a plethora of examples to look to. We don't have an overwhelming body of evidence that it can happen for us. More and more and more, we are creating this. This is why I'm obsessed with my role. This is why I'm obsessed with celebrating my successes and my clients' successes. And I will never stop because we need this. We need the activation and the expansion that comes from seeing another specifically mother and business owner create success in a way that doesn't require sacrifice. That she still gets to be the kind of present mum and wife and friend and daughter and whatever else and just show up for herself. She still gets that and she gets the success. Now we are making headway on that front in this very community. Love it. And yet there hasn't still been this overwhelming body of evidence that makes it just so easy breezy to believe in our dreams, goals and desires before they're working. So we don't have the examples and also our culture has been telling us for a really long time the lie of you must choose. You can't be a mother and be successful. No, 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 no. That doesn't work. Unless you, you want to be the kind of mom that never sees her kids. Yeah. That, that's that been the story, right? Culturally. So, of course, it is hard to choose to. Oops. This happens sometimes. You're going to have to get used to this. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to fix this. My pop filter falls down. <laughs> My pop filter is the thing that stops my S's feeling too harsh in your ears. Anyway, um, believing in your dreams, desires, and goals before they are working, this can feel hard. This will feel harder if you don't have women around you normalizing it. And I, by around you, I mean, yes, you can do the expansion thing of going and finding examples on the internet, love that, co-sign on that. But really the thing that will impact your belief more is being in close proximity to a person or group of people creating success as mothers specifically on their terms. That is really the ticket here. But that can be hard because you're going to often have to pay to be in that proximity and in those spaces to feel that in that real way. And so we go back to number one, investing yourself um but believing in your dreams at first is hard now it doesn't have to always feel hard if you have someone believing for you with you holding that belief with you this is one of the things that i do with my clients if you have a group you know my masterminds reason why they're so effective is because you have a whole group of women collectively believing in a thing and also believing in you for you anytime times get tough and that is just so so important but when you do the hard thing of choosing to believe before it's working, this is the ticket to it working. (laughs) Our brain doesn't want us to do that. Our brain's like, well, I'll believe when there's evidence. It's just not how it works. And we'll forever get stuck in that holding pattern. So I had to believe that I could create success in my business so that i could move forward so that i could do the things to create the success in my business it had, the belief had to come first but i just want to acknowledge that it's hard because we haven't been party to an ongoing long narrative and body of evidence of tons of women doing it more and more and more women are doing it i'm doing it my clients are doing it yay <laughs> this is the point of this podcast is to you know let other mothers business owners know that we are in fact limitless we can do the things that we desire to do but we haven't, you know, grown up with that conditioning yet. That's why it feels hard. Is it worth it? Absolutely. That's how you get what you want. <laughs> it's absolutely worth it. Um, and another one I want to acknowledge uh, before we wrap up is letting yourself take time off. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, this actually improves your business. And yet, again, we've been culturally programmed and conditioned theme <laughs> to believe that, what we want is on the other side of hard work or long hours. Doesn't have to be true. Doesn't have to be the case. So the other thing is, is because of our conditioning around worthiness and deservedness and us as women and mothers often erroneously believing that our value is to be found and validated in how we're doing things and how much we're achieving and the actions that we're taking for others, etc. It can feel hard at first to reprogram and to start to train ourselves to acclimate to taking time off and not feeling that urge to push on to hustle our way forward to just get to the end of this to-do list and then i'll finally feel fine spoiler never happens right we never there's always more wrong to add to the to-do list um So letting yourself actually take time off will improve your business, will improve your life, your happiness, your mental well-being, your health, your bottom line, your bank balance, your relationships, all of it. So is it worth it? Yeah, a million percent. Is it hard? Yeah, because you've got to undo some of that conditioning that's told us that that's not safe, ultimately, (laughs) and that it's doubly not safe as mothers. So there's some mindset work to be done there. So these are seven of the things that I just wanted to bring the conversation around because they're hard our brain wants to run in the other direction right and say well i'm I'm, if that's what's required to do to create success maybe i don't want to do this it's really easy but first of all we don't have to do them all at once second of all more often than not once we've made the decision or taken the action you know had the tough conversation about boundaries it's over very quickly like the big leaps that i was talking about the big bold moves um a couple of episodes ago but on the other side of the hard is everything that you desire, is that next level, that next level of belief in yourself, that next level of trust, that next level of balance, that next level of your bank balance, that next level of kinship, like there's just so much that it is so worth it. And so if you take away one thing from today's episode, I really want it to be this. The next time something comes up and it feels hard and your brain wants to default to, guess I won't do it then, can't do it then, run away from it then... I want you to look at how could I do this? And if I do this, you know, why is it worth it? What happens if I don't? And that is the really important conversation that gets missed otherwise. If you don't invest in yourself ever, if you don't show up for the support that you do invest in, if you don't set boundaries, if you don't learn how to sell, if you don't find a way to show up for a simple strategy and rinse and repeat until, the fact, until it's boring. That's how you know when it's about to work. Um, if you don't believe in your dreams and your desires before they're working, if you don't let yourself take time off, you will not, cannot create that beautiful, easeful success, the freedom. And it's every time we do one of these hard things, there's just a new level that's unlocked for us of wealth, health, abundance, happiness, all of the things impact So worth it, worth it. Oh, okay, my loves. Um, oh, I wanted to tell you something really quickly. So, um, I completely neglected to send out any reminders about the fact that the price of the Elevated Abundance Mastermind was going up after the summer. Um, I got to just wrapped up in my holiday and I was thinking, yeah, that's fine. I'll just put some things on Instagram, and then just entirely forgot, and it is what it is, and that's cool. <laughs> um, and I could have just put the prices up, but it's my business. I do what I like. So, I've decided to honor. The current pricing just until the end of September. So that doesn't give you very long at all. If you are interested in joining the Elevated Abundance Mastermind for the autumn cohort, we'll be starting late October and into early, early November. If you are interested and you want to lock in at the current price, which is £997, including VAT per month, send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Cory Javid over there. That's the quickest, easiest way to either ask me any questions or get the ball rolling and grab and lock in that price. You only need to pay a deposit now to secure your space. Um, After that, after the end of September, the price is officially going up to £1,111 and it might go up again next year. So there's never been a better time to jump in. I'm obsessed with this mastermind and the ladies in it and everything that they've created. And if you're feeling the call and you've heard the myriad of stories and success stories we've had on this podcast previously about it, then come and hit me up in my DMs. Again, I'm at Corey Javid over there and I think that's everything that I was going to say to you I hope you've enjoyed this raw unedited episode I love recording it for you and I can't wait to speak to you again next week don't forget my love you are limitless bye for now so my love you know what they say sharing is caring if you loved today's episode then help a mother out i would be so grateful if you would take a screenshot of this episode in your podcast player right now and post it to your insta stories tagging me at corrie javid and help me get the word out that we get to be successful because we're mothers not in spite of it Let's save as many other mothers in biz as we can from this old paradigm of hustle, effort, and sacrifice. And let's spread the word on energy over effort, shall we? Thanks, love.